Greetings, Parish Orphans and Retrogrades. I come to you today with interesting news, developmental in the realm of both current events and the realm of Fatima. On Friday, March 25th, 10 days from now, Pope Francis has announced that he is going to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of the Virgin Mary. He's also going to consecrate the Ukraine at the same time. This broke just recently, and we're going to talk about it really quickly. What the heck does this mean? Matteo Bruni is in charge of this communique, and this literally just broke. Pope Francis will consecrate Russia and the Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It's unclear how many bishops will join Pope Francis in the consecration. Remember, if we're going to be proper, according to Fatima theory, uh, second and third parts of the secret of Fatima, then the Virgin Mary told the seers of Fatima that all of the bishops of the world needed to unite with the Pope in consecrating the heart of Russia to uh, the Virgin Mary. So I don't know if this is going to be a universal Catholic with a small c when it happens, but here's the fact. On Friday, March 25th, during the celebration of penance, at which he will preside at 5 p.m. in St. Peter's Basilica, Pope Francis will consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The same act, on the same day, will be carried out in Fatima. So the connection is real. By Eminence Cardinal Krzyzewski, Apostolic Almoner, as envoy to the Holy Father. What does this mean? What can it mean? That's big. I hope all the bishops of the world join the Bishop of Rome, Pope Francis, as he consecrates Russia and Ukraine to the heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Obviously, Parish Orphans and Retrogrades, this breaking news ties in current events in a way that seems speculative to a not-so-current event, a 105-year-old event, the events at Fatima, Portugal. If you don't know about this most fascinating, most mysterious Marian apparition from 105 years ago, we've done great shows on it here at Rules for Retrogrades, one just three weeks ago. Go check out the new show, the check-in that we did with the third secret of Fatima, about three weeks ago on this very program. Now, the second secret of Fatima required the Pope at the time, in 1917, during, during World War I, to consecrate with all the bishops of the world Russia to the heart of Mary in order that the world would turn from the sinful ways which Mary specified seemed to be centered in Russia, whom none of the three seers even recognized as a country. They thought it was a sinful woman, Russia. And if the consecration would not be done, then another great conflict, a second world war would break out. It was not done properly. It's a controversial topic, but six, some say up to seven attempted consecrations to Russia were followed in the next 80 years, and culminating with the one by John Paul II at the beginning of his pontificate. 
And that is the final attempt at consecration of Russia that people argue about. Is it real? Is it not real? Did it count? All of the six consecrations which went before allegedly didn't count for one reason or another. Not enough of the bishops were gathered. Uh, Pope John Paul's last consecration or attempted consecration, many argue, and even Cardinal Burke has given credibility to the theory that it didn't count because the Pope consecrated all the world to the Sacred Heart of Mary, which included Russia. Well, no, the order from heaven, the order from the diktat from the Blessed Virgin Mary to Lucy of Fatima, one of the seers, was that Russia specifically was consecrated. And yes, Russia's uh, contained in the world. But if you want your home blessed, you have a priest come bless your home. The priest doesn't bless the city in which you live or your state. That Okay, so that's been the argument as to why even JP2's uh, ultimate attempt at the consecration of Russia might not have counted. We don't really know. Likewise, we don't exactly know why, if it did count, why would Francis then be following up with an attempt at another one? And again, under the rubrics of this most recent attempt, which will take place in 10 days, according to Vatican Press Office. What's that? Yeah, well, I, I also have, at first I read it in Italian, then I realized that there's a traduzione uh, di lavoro in lingua inglese, which means there's an English version right here. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't translating there. Um, but will, will Pope Francis, in 10 days' time, on March the 25th, consecrate Russia with all of the world's bishops? Now, it doesn't seem so. The initial indicia is that because... There will be a simultaneous consecration happening in Fatima, which means that France, we're not just speculating, Francis does connect what's happening in Russia and Ukraine to Fatima. That seems strange, um, but it's not speculative. Uh, however, this also seems to indicate, if I, this is just on a first blush, this is my first take, that that means that all of the bishops of the world aren't going to be doing it if he has to specify, or if the Vatican Press Office, rather, uh, feels incumbent on them to specify that at least the uh, special envoy in Fatima will also be doing it. Uh, His Eminence Cardinal Krzyzewski, Apostolic Almoner, as envoy to the Holy Father. This is big time. I mean, no matter what you think of Fatima, no matter what you think of Pope Francis, no matter how little you care, about the Ukraine-Russia current event. seems much like a psyop in lots of ways. You can't deny, nor would I, that this is big time. Why? Why would it be big time? Because, quite simply, this seems to be, I'll say it plainly, seems to be some sort of sweeping acknowledgement by the Vatican that JP2's final attempt at a consecration of Russia might not have been fully satisfactory. A lot of people say it's all or none. Some suggest that JP2's failed attempt in the in the 80s was partially satisfactory. Now, 
uh, one uh, Gabriel Amorth, the world's most famous exorcist, and the exorcist who allegedly did tens of thousands of exorcisms in his career, said that he was sitting within a stone's throw of JP2 on the day of the consecration. Was it in March also? Or was it on Fatima Day? Yeah, could we look that up? Thanks. He said he was sitting nearby, and all the bishops of the world were either actually or virtually uh, attendant. And right before John Paul II, the Pope, got to the part of the consecration, whereupon he would read the words, all of all of Russia to the Immaculate Heart. March twenty fifth, eighty four. March twenty fifth. Same day, I thought it was late March, same day of 84, okay? But what Gabriel Amorth says, I was, I was telling this tale, it's anecdotal, but m- many of us look to Gabriel Amorth as a spiritual leader and a, a, a credible source. He says that seconds before JP2 got to the part of the consecration where he was going to name Russia, a group of the Episcopate walked toward him and were in hushed whispers saying something, it's unclear whether or not Amorth could make out the particular words, but he clearly imputes to the conversation the diktat of Ostpolitik, Ostpolitik, which meant during the Cold War, the Vatican had elected this way of Ostpolitik a non-controversial equipoise, that the church would take with regard to our separated brethren, not the Protestants, but rather the Eastern Orthodox, particularly the Russian Orthodox, and not further alienate them, undertake whatever steps could be elected to avoid the further alienation of the separated brethren, the Eastern Orthodox, particularly the Russian Orthodox, What Gabriel Amorth alleges is that on that day, March the 25th, 1984, 38 years ago to the day, from from 10 days from now, um, JP2 listed this inadequate uh, locus in quo, if you will, i.e. the world instead of Russia in fine, as the uh, uh, as the beneficiary of the consecration because it would alienate so doing would alienate our separated brethren in the russian orthodox church so that's what amorth says and that is a plausible doesn't mean it's a slam dunk theory of the case as to why why russia would still need to be consecrated after six 20th century attempts i forget whether that was the sixth or the seventh nevertheless All of these attempts were deficient in at least one prominent, salient way. The bishops weren't gathered. The right words of consecration weren't exactly used, as designated by uh, Sister Lucy, the seer of Fatima, in her third and fourth memoirs in particular, where she described the requirements of the consecration of Russia, which is associated with the second secret of Fatima, The third secret of Fatima, of course, is a whole other topic. Related, but uh, conceptually separable. So, here you have it. This is is fascinating stuff. Uh, Yeah, we're getting up some questions, and 
about this particular breaking bit of news, I'm reporting that more. I'm reporting thus more than wherefore here. I don't fully understand, but it's interesting. Some people are asking if um, the consecration is done properly if Ukraine is explicitly part of the consecration and not just Russia. Like, would that be proper to list Ukraine? I don't know, but if you name Russia, uh, I, I remember specifically many of the critiques that Francis had been under specific by listing the world. They've often said, hey, if, if Russia would have been named specifically in a seriatim list of other countries that were being consecrated, it would be fine. Now, these are all just theories. This is all anagogical. We're talking about the nature of prophecy, the direct logic, the direct logistics even of heaven. It's anagogical. So this is why we have a, a set of dicasteries, particularly the CDF, to make good interpretations of these. It is unfortunate, to say the least, that folks nowadays have a confidence crisis with regard to the Vatican, particularly this CDF as it's headed. So we don't know. But the point is, yes, I think Russia being listed with Ukraine would be to the extent that listing Russia under the auspices of the world would be semi-adequate. This would be much more adequate. Any other questions? Um, some people are very skeptical. They're wondering if maybe there's some sort of ulterior motive by Francis in this. Other people are are, are thanking the, the Holy Father for taking this step. I, yeah, who knows? Francis, Pope Francis, has has uh, run a, a pontificate utterly besmirched by ulterior motive, weaponized ambiguity. So far, I, I see none in the way that it's written. The date, March 25th, 38 years after JP2's is it sixth or seventh, which is the final attempt at a consecration of Russia, is, is meaningful. The mention of the special envoy to the Pope making a simultaneous consecration in Fatima is mention-worthy, certainly. I will say this. I'll point out, if you guys want a little speculation, this, this, always, this always really fastened my faith. My hope. Maybe my love. I don't know. The spiritual combat is so real. So palpable. Once you tear away the initial surface of confusion and secularism and detachedness uh, between this world and the next, right? The utter transcendence of, of the next world from this world. Once you get down to things... There's really a connectedness, and that's what the mystique of prophecy always uncovers. I mean, think about it. Here's, here's the evidence. It's backwards evidence. It, it kind of makes you sad at first, but seven, six, seven attempts by different popes over the course of a century, 105 years now, I, I, I'm sorry, I should have done this. I just jumped right on. Whether this is the seventh or the eighth attempt by any pope, to consecrate Russia. It's so easy. You just, you're in charge. You're the head. You say, all the bishops, do this with me. I'm giving you an order. I'm going to read these, you know, this short paragraph in prayer. And six or seven of those attempts have failed to this point. 
that shows the reality, the muscular reality of the countervailing forces of Satan and his minions in this world. So, like many, the dark always points us to the light. Oh, that always fastened my faith. So take heart, folks. There is nothing... When I first read this, I was like, oh, this is probably just the Pope being political with regard to Russia and Ukraine. Who really thinks about this? Who really cares? Lots of forces in the world are trying to start a third world war. But the connection to that date, March the 25th, and the Fatimist connection... Uh, specific mention in four short lines of text released by the Vatican press office, this makes it beyond a doubt that this is the stuff of Fatima. This is the stuff of the second secret. This is the stuff of 1917. What, uh, what um, an interesting world we live in. Any other questions? Yeah, we should. We should uh, I wanted to close up, so this is just a quick... I'll, um, I'll close up with the, the two. Um, some people are mentioning that they sh- we, everybody should write their bishops an email and just at- request that they attend, um, just to know that there's support for that. And also lots of people are, um, I think, also um, thanking Holy Spirit for, you know, if this is true and the Pope will do this, we should give him credit for it and um, thank, thank the Holy Spirit for this, this, this news. Yeah, that's, that's the two really good points. Look, when you, when you hear hooves a footfall that sounds equine you ought to think horses not zebras and unfortunately in the context of the francis pontificate the the rule has been zebras rather than horses so we're all thinking you know bad i guess if zebra bad horse good normally you know the norm is kind of good in our day-to-day lives don't don't look to borrow trouble here we're looking for the norm of the Francis pontificate not to be the norm in other pontificates. In other words, we, we actually want this to just be a straight-up good. And so far, at least in the short release by the Vatican, there's nothing to indicate anything other than a sincere consecration done in sincere connection with Fatima, sincerely in simultaneous connection to world events, which is a sincere sort of synthesis of the Fatima message that Russia would be central to the world going forward, the the late 20th and early 21st century world going forward. And it would be a sincere bridge between that which is answered about Fatima and that which remains unanswered. And you can get, like Cardinal Burke always says, lost in the controversy. How big are those two portions? How big is the portion of sincerely dispelled and and pat and fixed known truths about Fatima? And how big is the portion of the sincerely unknown, as yet fixed, unfixed uh, truths of Fatima, which remain shrouded in mystery? We're not dealing with that today, okay? That that's That's a Fatima show. I've done lots of those. Today, we're just saying this is a real bridge between current events and actual Fatima, the second secret. One last point somebody made in um, chat that might be interesting on the point of uh, Ukraine being specifically mentioned along with Russia. People are questioning whether or not Ukraine should be mentioned. 
Um, this poster pointed out that Ukraine was officially part of Russia in 1917, so it might not be an, an issue that Ukraine is also specifically mentioned. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Ukraine, remember, if you read Dostoevsky, Kiev is, you know, the middle 1800s. Kiev is part of Russia. Kiev is always in and out of Russia, Kiev being um, the key city in the Ukraine. It's, it's always been in and out, but it is a, not getting into the ethnic um, typologies uh, endemic to the region. It's a whole other show and you, you could get that anywhere else. The point is, theologically speaking, anagogically, when we talk about Fatima, yeah, Russia being specifically Syriatum listed with Ukraine, that is non-problematic. If we do this, if the Pope, I should say, does this together with all the bishops of the world, do write your bishop an email. Everyone fire off emails to their bishop saying, be a part of this, even by Zoom or by Skype. Then this should be much, 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 much better than that consecration done by John Paul II, 38 years to the day, March 25th, 1984, prior to the one that's going to be done in 10 days. Okay? Keep your eyes on the skies, as Malachi Martin used to always say. God bless you all. Pray, pray, prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of supplication, and let your bishops know what you expect, that they, to whatever extent the Holy Father is inviting them, make themselves a part of this consecration. God bless you. God bless America. God bless the world. And Pope Francis, do, using all the strictures given to us by heaven and by the Blessed Virgin at Fatima, Consecrate Russia, Deus Volt. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit.